0: What's going on everyone? This is Ron Nick's rundown. I'm doing this solo. Nick is not here with me, but I'm here to recap a couple of things that happened last night in the Jaguars Titans game and get again, let's get ready for week three of the NFL season. And last night, Jaguars beating the Titans 20 to 7. A few things uh jumped out at me in this game. Number one, Garner Minshew. Uh we could be in for the Garner Minshew era, possibly. Went twenty of thirty last night, 204 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh definitely a great night for him. He keeps this up. Nick Foles can get comfortable on the bench. I'll say that. But Garner Minshew definitely was a bit impressive last night. I'll give him that. But Jack- Adoree Jackson, I think, was the one that started all. Pretty much fumbled that punt and gave uh, Jaguars, uh, <laughs> pretty much gave Jaguars possession. And then on the next play, Minshew uh, throws a touchdown. So, yeah, that's definitely not going to be a, uh, that was not a good, not a good, uh, great way for the Titans to start that game. But the Jaguars, I thought, looked great. Another thing, Marcus Mariota got sacked 9 times last night now. He didn't play well, but the offensive line you have got to protect your quarterback. You got to protect your quarterback, man. That is enough punishment for this dude. This dude had nine, got hit nine times, to- got sacked nine times and with 13 quarterback hits. I believe 13 or 14. <laughs> but it but it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you have got to protect your guy. You got to protect your quarterback. I don't care if he's a starter or a backup um and I mean that's just it was just too much punishment. For a quarterback, simple as that. And also, uh, also uh, far as a play last night, I think it's Lemay Lame- Lame- <laughs> Correra, I believe. I pronounced that so wrong, but uh, <laughs> but I, but I let me let me go ahead and do this real quick. But but there was a play last night. No, I'm gonna go get this right. Kamali Correra. last night was called for a roughing the passer penalty uh, to Garner Minshew's chin. I, I guess a helmet to garment you chin. I thought it was a very bad call. These refs have got to get it right. I'm getting real sick and tired of these refs making so many mistakes. There are so many mistakes that, the mistakes and quick calls that the refs have made these first couple of weeks of the season, heading to the third week. And unfortunately, we're going to get a lot more. Uh, but we needed to do a better The refs have to do a better job officiating this game, officiating this league. It's just embarrassing at this point. Now, let me get to a few other things. The injured quarterbacks, uh, two obviously that stand out: Ben Rothersberger out for the season with an elbow with elbow surgery, and here comes Mason Rudolph. And they're definitely putting a lot of energy on Mason Rudolph, uh, trading their first round pick and many other picks to the Dolphins to get cornerback Minka Fitzgerald. That is definitely telling me that they definitely have a lot of faith in Mason Rudolph this year. They definitely have confidence that Ben Ro- Roethlisberger will be back next year. And this is and you know the steel Steelers are not a team that is going to tank. They're not they're not into that. They want to win, any chance they can. They still believe they have a chance to have a good season. We'll see how that goes. Drew Brees right thumb injury. He'll be out at least six or eight weeks, but uh, depending on what happens, uh, how, how quick his thumb his right thumb heals. It was Aaron Donald. I mean he was not he, no one land on him. it was right Aaron Donald's hand that hit Drew Brees, and. Drew Brees out for six, especially a season after uh, last year's uh, awful pass interference call that happened last year. You would think the Saints would, this would possibly be the year they want their revenge and probably get themselves a Super Bowl title. But now we don't know if they'll make the playoffs at all. But Sean Payton has not committed to either Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill as a starter. That means the Seahawks definitely, this weekend, will have to prepare for both quarterbacks. We'll see how that goes. Also, Sam Donald, the Jets. Oh, my God. The Jets have two quarterbacks down. Sam Donald with mono. Trevor Simeon with an ankle injury. And now they have to turn to Luke Falk. And they have the Patriots this weekend. Oh, <laughs> boy. That is a mess. Sam Donald possibly could be back by week five. We don't know. But that is definitely a serious injury, though. Mono is just, it's just not good. Not good at all. And the Jets quarterback situation is definitely terrible. I've seen Le'Veon Bell crying in the sidelines. Um... It's unfortunate. <laughs> this is what he signed up for. He's going to take punishment. He's going to take a, get ready for it. Take a lot more punishment for these next few games until Donald gets back. Also, Cam Newton, we have to talk about him. Possibly could miss this week at re-aggravating his mid-foot sprain. And it happened last week, obviously, in week two against the Bucks on a Thursday night football game. But yeah, Cam has not been off to a good start, though. Still no touchdown passes, still no touchdown runs. Nothing. And right now, the Panthers will likely have to the go. They haven't made it official yet, but he has not practiced at all this week. By the time we listen to this podcast, well, by the time you dung to this podcast, Panthers will probably make will likely make it official. That like Kyle Kyle Allen will be the starter this week against the Cardinals. Which should be interesting. Now, for a couple quarterbacks who got bent. Well, actually, no, let me say nothing. Nick Foles, obviously, with that shoulder injury, and I, the, I know Garner Minshew is going to be the starting quarterback, obviously, going forward. Until, I guess, either Minshew continues to play well. I mean, if Minshew plays well, like I said, Foles can stay right where he is <laughs> on the bench because that's where he's going to be. But now let's talk about a couple quarterbacks that got benched. Um, obviously, Eli Manning. Um, benched this week. Daniel Jones, the rookie, is coming in week three against the Bucks. Some people think it's too soon. I think they need to go ahead and do it now. Eli is just just not the guy anymore. Simple as that. Yes, he won two Super Bowls against the Patriots. Obviously, the defense was the ones that helped him out big time for that. But Eli Manning, (laughs) it's time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, his time with the Giants, in my opinion, is up. I'm sorry. I mean, you got it's time to give the kid a chance. I know he's not gonna have as many playmakers. I know Saquon Barkley. People are gonna still rely on him a lot. But the problem with the Giants is really their defense. The defense cannot stop anybody. They're not. they're, They're not. Ain't very good defense at all and they're going to Tampa and I think Jameis Winston should obviously have a good a pretty decent game against this Giants defense because this Giants defense cannot stop anyone at all <laughs> and obviously the last one Larry uh, excuse me excuse me Ryan Fitzpatrick obviously uh it's the Dolphins we already know how bad they are Josh Rosen is now getting thrown to the Lions then <laughs> the Dolphins are not the Dolphins are terrible man they're just a terrible team I mean they Lost first week 59 at 10, lose 43 to nothing. Both of those games at home. This is a team clearly, clearly in the tanking season. I know players, nobody, no player or coach really wants to tank. I mean, that's more of a front office type thing, but nobody wants to take a bean like that week after week and lose. Dolphins have a have, obviously, you know, they actually have a chance to be one of the worst teams. Maybe the worst team, maybe possibly ever seen. Maybe in my lifetime, in my lifetime. I know the, the old school Bucks. Way many years ago, <laughs> when they first got started, they were bad. They were awful. But this Dolphins team this year, they're just not good. They're not good at all. And I definitely feel bad for every player on that team that is involved in that. It's just an absolute shame. <laughs> now, before I go, and like I said, guys, I am, I'm making this real quick. I want to. Ma- I don't want to make it too long. But uh here's a, a few things. A few games I definitely will be watching this week. Obviously, the Ravens and the Chiefs. You got Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. Definitely a great quarterback matchup there. And definitely went definitely a close game last year the Chiefs prevailed. Um it's going to be a, big, a great game to these guys I think will it will come down to the wire, I think. Chiefs are a 7 point favorite. I think this game will be a lot closer than the experts think. Uh, I think the Chiefs will win, but I think the Ravens will cover the 7 point spread. Also, a big game this week: the Rams and the Browns. Um, this is a big week, I think, for the Browns. Obviously, you got to, last year's NFC runner-up in the Super Bowl. The Rams coming into town, two and zero. This is a big test for the Browns. Let's see if they are ready to take it to the next level. I mean, the Jets, obviously, with their issues, they were going to win that game. We got Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Sean McVay, and Freddie Kitchens. It's going to be a great. It's going to be a great test. For I think for the Browns. but my concern for the Browns is definitely their offensive line. I think they definitely have some protection issues. Um I think Baker Mayfield better get ready for that. They better get ready for Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald will be fine. He's right now a bit questionable with his back. I think Aaron Donald will be able to play. I mean, as of right now, as you listen to this podcast. But I think the Browns this will be a big test for them. Also another game. The Saints and oh, I didn't even make a prediction. Uh, Rams and Browns. I actually think the Browns are gonna win this game this week. I know that's crazy, but I think they have a great chance to win this game. It is a home crowd. I think their defense will respond, but the big thing to keep an eye on is Greedy Williams and also Denzel Ward both deal with hamstring issues. Um definitely keep an eye on that as this as this game happens this Sunday night. It's gonna be a big game over there in Cleveland. Um, another game I definitely think nobody really paid attention to Deshaun Watson and Phillip Rivers, you know, Texas and Chargers in LA definitely a great game there. uh JJ Watt has not had a sack yet. I think they definitely will. Uh I think he will get one this week uh, <laughs> against the Chargers. And I feel like both and I feel like the Chargers offense will definitely get back uh will definitely be a lot better than they were against the Lions last week They only scored 10 points against the Lions, which to me was actually very shocking. Very shocking. And I think the Texas offense will get back to where they were as well. They didn't quite do. They didn't quite look well against the Jaguars' defense. I think both offenses will definitely rebound. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers in this game, though. I'm going to go ahead and take them. I know that's a um, <laughs> quite a interesting, uh, interesting choice. It's a tough choice, but I'm just going to go ahead and go with the Chargers. And now the Saints and Seahawks. Obviously, my big concern there is obviously what's going to happen with the Saints' quarterback position. This is a big chance for Sean Payne. Let's see how great a coach he is. Preparing without Drew Brees, we'll see the you know, game plans for both Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. I'm definitely looking forward to see what Taysom Hill does. I think Taysom Hill actually could has a pretty decent future with this team. But we'll see. Um, but I'm going to take the Seahawks anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the Seahawks, I think. Uh, I mean, you can't. I mean, Russell Wilson at home, uh, uh, Seahawks defense, I think, will definitely be very motivated um, for this matchup. And I expect them to go out with a win. And obviously, the last one is uh, the Bears and Redskins, only because of Mitchell Trubisky. Let's see what he does this week, man. I'm, the, the Bears' offense has not looked good at all these first two weeks. It's time to see what happens with Mitchell Trubisky. It's time for him to step up and time for this entire group to step up. The Bears' are do, defense are doing their part, but the offense, they are not. They were very fortunate to get out of that game last week against the Broncos. That Bradley Chubb call, rather, pass the call, was terrible, first and foremost. And Eddie Panero, obviously, with his big field goal. Um, Game-winning field goal. It's gonna be great. Uh, they need to do well, and they're at watch the Redskins this Monday night. Let's see how well they play, uh, and <laughs> let's see how well their offense. I mean, their offense has got to rebound against this Redskins defense. They just have to. They have to. If they don't, it's gonna be a long season for this Bears offense. All right, guys. I'm sorry that it was a, a quick one, <laughs> but I gotta. I, I want to make sure I want to make it short as possible for you guys to listen to this. this uh, is this recap. But thank you all for listening to Rodnick's rundown. And a very quick NFL uh, recap from last night, and obviously a preview of this week. Uh, can't wait for you all, I will try to do this every Tuesday night. But thank you all for listening to next rundown. Can't wait for y'all to listen to it next time.